good evening. And welcome to the Late Night Call-In Podcast, your chance to give us a bell and talk about whatever you want. I'm ready for your call. Matt Dower is ready, although we are broadcasting from my car. I should explain what's going on. Uh, Normally, we do the show from Podworks in Richmond. Unfortunately, all the booths are booked out this week, one half of them are being used for new true crime podcasts. The other half are being used for parodies of true crime podcasts. So we couldn't get in there and Matt said, why not do the show from your car? Very good acoustics, as you can hear. Back here, over here, great sound. Matty D is positioned in the booth. Are you all right, Matt? All good. Okay, now, have you brought all your sound effects? fit them in. So we've only got three. Three, of course. Okay. Well, you just deploy them where you see fit. And in the meantime, we, uh, hang on. Sorry. Uh, yes, hello? Uh, excuse me, sir. Can I ask what you're doing in there? Uh, we're just recording uh, Sizzle Town. Right. Yeah. I, okay. Well, have you seen the signs? Yeah, I know. Well, it's... I, this is a two-hour space and uh, yeah, it's yeah. only a half-hour show. So. Yeah, but I'm afraid this is a no-podcasting zone. Oh, well, I didn't see that. I've already had to move on the little dum-dum club. Re- really? Yeah, if you could just uh, take it round the corner, that'd be great. Is it, okay, well, we'll... Thank you. No problem. Sorry, uh, can I ask, sir, is there somebody in the boot of this car? Uh, yes, there is. That, that's Matt Dower. He's an award-winning audio engineer. Right, OK. He's quite comfortable. There's enough oxygen to get him yep. to the final music. We'll be fine. All right. Just take it round the corner. OK. And just watch out for Dr Carl. He's doing a, a show on the Green Tarana. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Cheers. All right. Well, uh, we're just going to have to uh, go around the corner. Just uh, stick with us, people. Oh, there's Richard Feidler. Taking up two spaces, of course. Uh, here, here we go. Right. And there we're parked and ready here at Sizzletown. <sighs> Thanks, Matt. Um, any calls? Yeah, line one. Okay. Um, hello? Yes, hello. Is this a program? Uh, yes, it is. Who's this? Yeah, look, my name is Conrad. Oh, just... you've been on before. Yeah, but... yeah, that's right. I was on a few weeks ago. Yes, but it's all... I was, you know, confused when I heard the podcast because I was under the impression this was a, you know, a serious issues-based program. Oh, but no. it's all, uh, you know, um, madcap, isn't it? You've pulled the switch-marked antics. Sorry if it's yeah, not... Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I've just been uh, invited onto this show to make a fool of myself. But we haven't... Well, no, in... technically, but you've called out for people to... You know, to pad out the running time, haven't you? Well... People calling in, saying stupid things. I'm not going to be joining that. Okay, well... I've had enough. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're not going to lose. I know people were laughing at my... The idea that I might get some voiceover work. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious, isn't well, it? not necessarily. I don't see why I can't be up there, you know, in the trailers going... Here come the Avengers. Oh, what are they up to this time? I don't know. That's not the wording, is not it? Not really. Well, no, no. It's more um, Dateline, the future. 
It's the Avengers again. That's better. They yeah. said, I don't know. They said, I'm right. They'd write a script for me, wouldn't they? They wouldn't just expect me to wing it. Sure. Well, you know, I'm sure there's uh, opportunities. I mean, people get discovered, don't they, on street corners? Or what was that story years ago? The actress that was discovered. Um, oh, I don't know. Vomiting in the street, and then the next minute she's on the front of photo play. Who was that? Um, I don't know. Lindsay uh, Lohan, was it? Maybe. I'm not sure. Look, I don't know. Maybe it was Loretta Swift. Right. I'm not really keeping Is up. that what you'd like to happen? Well, look, I'm not saying that that's the trajectory that I'd like to follow, but, oh, look, I'd be quite happy to just go and buy some funnels. <laughs> what? So I have to have a gear change, wasn't it? I've got to do some funnelling. Do you? I've got to buy some funnels. At this time of night? Well, you're rather serious about your funnelling, are you not, I say? Sure. Well, thanks, Conrad. Oh, I feel like I've said too much. You're probably likely to receive hate mail or something. Oh. Do you get a lot of hate mail in that programme? No. That oh, surprises me. I don't think you'd be a magnet for it. Not so far. You, you like a bit of that? Well, look, I don't mind sending you a bit of hate mail. Or... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's good to get things out of your system. I know a lot of people have seen hate mail. It's, it's really what's keeping the postal service going. Well, this has been very insightful. Yeah, well, I suppose it'll be in the podcast, won't it? I'll be there on iTunes, you know, next to my dad. Where's it porno or whatever it is? Which one? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what is this? My dad's in a porno. Oh, yeah, Something yeah. like that. It doesn't sound like... Mm. Family entertainment no, to me. not your speed? Yeah, well, I, I don't really listen to many of them, you know. I tried a bit of the Ash Williams show, but he just kept talking about how he'd broken his dick. Oh. I thought, goodness, that's, that's not really worth no, no. expending bandwidth on, is it? I guess. Uh, Between Ash Williams and his broken dick and my dad's having a porno, mm. I think we've really descended into the gutter, haven't we? The digital gutter. Yeah, I'd like to be on a much more elevated plane. Sure. But I suppose that's out of the question. It's getting dark out anyway. Thanks, Conrad. Uh, well, look, I'll leave you to your foolery. And, uh, yes, please edit this out of your podcast. Will do. Good evening, sir. Thanks, Conrad, for calling us again here at Sizzletown. And now we... Oh, hang on. Already another caller. Um, hello? Uh, Matt, please. That is my cat. Sorry, everyone. How is he getting through? He thinks he's going to be like the next Maru. It's not going to happen. He's got no material. Sorry about that. Um, thanks to everyone who's been tweeting us and sending us messages via Facebook. I know... Dave Kay is one of our listeners. He's just read my book, Deadly Kerfuffle, and he tweets, just got up to the dial-up is faster now that everyone is on broadband line from Deadly Kerfuffle. Sorry, Tony, I didn't believe it when you made that claim on Get This 10 years ago, and I don't believe it now. He's referring to my claim that once everyone had gone over to cable internet, dial-up was suddenly incredibly fast. I found that to be the case way back in 2006. Um, I do miss that sound, though. 
Don't you love the logging on sound? Nothing takes you back to 1998 like this sound. And I always thought it would be a great sound transition in a movie if you were to have someone inside a house logging on and you hear this sound and then the camera pans to outdoors and the sound dissolves into just cicadas, insects. How good is that? Anyone wants to use that in a movie? Obviously, it'd need to be set in cicada country in the late 90s, but there, have it, it's free. At Sizzletown. Deadly Kerfuffle, of course, a comedy about racism, and I have to confess, I think I have been guilty of racism in the confines of my own home, racism against Norwegians, because my girlfriend is addicted to the Norwegian legal drama, Arba Bergen. You can find that on the SBS catch-up. Um, but I can't be bothered calling it that. I'll just say to her, are you still watching Arbel Darbel? Go and put Arbel Darbel on. Is that racist, Matt? Could be. I don't want to be accused of anti-Norwegian sentiment. As you know, I was recently accused of being, quote, a fucking Norwegian in a road rage incident. So it wouldn't be good for me to be slagging the Norwegians by calling their most popular legal drama Arbel Darbel. I apologise. Now I just say, are you watching Arbor Middlebergen? That's even more annoying. Anyway, oh, hang on, another caller. Hello. Hi, is this Sizzle Tan? Yes, it is. There you go. Well, it's uh, Brian Lyons. Brian. That's right. I'm, I'm calling from the, uh, the Western Treatment Plant. Right. Uh, here in, in Werribee. Werribee. It's, isn't it called Werribee Farm? Well, no, it's not called Werribee Farm anymore. No, because, well, for instance, there's very little farming being done. No. Uh, turd farming, maybe. Okay. <laughs> It's it's quite an operation, isn't it? Yeah, I see. Have you seen the pictures? Uh, no. As we say on our website, it's uh, 10,500 hectares. It's the same size as Disney World. Is it? Although I wouldn't uh, advise bringing the kiddies out here because... No. It's pretty fucking confronting. Sorry about the language, but, you know... Oh, my God, you can see what we're doing to this stuff. Okay, don't need to hear about that. But, you know, it is entirely self-sufficient here at uh, Western Treatment Plant. Yeah. Uh, We generate all our own electricity from sewage gas. Do you? That's right. I mean, the only downside is, I guess, the sewage gas. Ah. And it just keeps coming. So, you know, occasionally there's a slowdown. And uh, production is decreased, and we have to actually send our own men down there to stoke the boiler, as it were. Wow, that, uh, that sounds... Uh, um, it's not a lot of fun. I imagine not. Well, let's not forget that uh, the Western Treatment Plant is, of course, uh, home to 280 bird species. It's a bird sanctuary. Right. 280 uh, species, all presumably without the sense of smell. Okay, there's there's a lot to it. Well, it's fairly straightforward. I mean, the sewage comes in, mm-hmm. and my God, it does come in. Huh. Uh, we treat it, we do what we can, and then uh, out it goes again. And God have mercy on ourselves. But still, everyone, I'm sure, appreciates your work. We've got, a, I don't know, how many hundred legumes, as we call them. 
and uh, yeah, it's basically keeping an eye on it. Uh, I have to say, surge lagoon vandalism and theft is down considerably on uh, the previous uh, century. Right, well, I can't imagine you'd be the target of a heist. It's not Grand Casino. No, but but still. Well, we get very few visitors as it is. Uh, no real school groups uh, coming through. No. Well, you've got to be a big fan of sewerage gas, let's be honest. Sure. Uh, well, thanks, Brian. Yeah, well, look, the reason I'm calling is uh, <laughs> we've got some people coming out here next week who... <laughs> I think it's pretty cockamamie myself. They've got some people coming in from, I don't know, management or something they call Oh, yeah. I don't know what they are. No. But they're coming through to get us all hot desking. Mm. And, you know, there's not a lot of enthusiasm for hot desking at a sewerage treatment plant. Sure. Uh, Very few of us work at desks. But uh, apparently management have decided this is all a go with most of your workplaces. So, yeah, we're going to have these... uh, these monkeys coming through here from and uh, we're going to be doing insight mining. Oh, no. We're going to be having blue sky, well, brown sky sessions, I guess you'd yeah. say. And we're all going to be pretending to be, I don't know, animals of some description, uh, our spirit animal uh, for the afternoon and have been to, uh, you know, improve production and whatever. And, and get us all back to our desks, assuming we can find them. Right. Well, uh, what's the goal here? Yeah, you know, it's all about targets, isn't it? And we're meeting our targets. They are very disturbing targets, but we are meeting them. And, uh, yeah, I'll just say I'm, I'm not a big fan of this kind of carry-on hot desking. Sure. Uh, well, it's, it's an adjustment. Yeah, well, uh, there's not a lot of enthusiasm for it here. I mean, the lads who work here, uh, look, they can take a lot of things, Uh the constant presence of sewerage gas, for example. Sure. But, uh, you know, we're not going to be hot desking. No, it's it's not for you. Look, I don't have a desk. I, have a, I don't barely have a workstation. I'm uh, basically uh, hovering over uh, lagoons uh, 30 through 74, uh, you know, occasionally wiring a bucket. Okay. I'm not going to be hot bucketing. What are they talking? It's ridiculous. Sure it is, and we certainly sympathise. Okay, well, good on you. Well, thanks for your support, and uh, mm. if families do want to book a day, uh, I would wait till the second half of the year when uh, we finally have on the kinks out of Turd World. Oh. Uh, we've had a bit of trouble with the, uh, the floating teacups. Have you? That ride has been declared spectacularly unhygienic. Has it? I'm just looking forward to getting home tonight and taking the pig off my nose. Thanks, Brian. See ya. Well, that was fairly unpleasant. Brian Lyons calling us here at Sizzletown. And Matt, are you okay back there? Yep. Yeah, I have to say, you're pretty fast on the beeps. Beeping the name of that management company. Well done. Oh, thanks. Let me just put you to the test. You ready? Okay. Okay, what if I was to tell you about the time I saw and having violent sex with while squatted with over a glass top coffee table while watched with a up his ass? How was that? Wow, very impressive. Well done. Time now for some cross pollinate sorry, cross promote. Oh, oh, no! Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! God, sorry. Get out of here. Turned it to Nicholas Cage just for a moment there. Cross 
promotion is what I meant to say because, well, Tony Wilson, you might know him. He's a well-known author, uh, broadcaster. He and I have been the two tones on community radio Triple R here in Melbourne for, well, for the last 10 years. We're the floaters. If someone else uh, isn't available, they send us in. And Tony has a fantastic website called Speakola, where he archives speeches, all speeches, great and small. It's a massive project. He's got every kind of speech you can refer to if you have to, say, just make a 21st speech or maybe you have to address the Nuremberg rally. He's got it all there. Uh, Check that out, Spicola.com. I tell you what I wish someone would do, and that is create a Spicola-style archive just comprising angry outbursts from YouTube clips on the internet. I love a good angry outburst. My favourite one this year was a clip that was going round. You might remember this one, bloke beating up an ATM. I'll just paint the picture for you. This has been photographed by someone on their phone as they've walked past an ATM while a very wiry man in his 50s or 60s who's wearing very high-panted jeans. He's got about five or six shopping bags. He's clearly furious. He's gone to the ATM. It's rejected his card. So... As the camera goes past, he's just punching with both fists into the ATM, and here's what he's saying. (laughs) Sorry, I know it's slightly homophobic. It's just the incongruity. He's decided to imbue this ATM with a sexual preference. I love that. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing. Um, We've Oh, hang on. We've got another call. Hello? Hello, is that the podcast? Uh, Yes, it is. Yeah, like you're blocking my driveway. Would you guys mind moving over? Oh, uh, really? Where are you? I can't... Just look out your side window. There's me. Hello. Okay, well, we're just recording a podcast. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of this, right? I've had... Ash Williams out the front all week. Yeah. Banging on about his fucking broken dick. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, can you just give us five minutes? We just right, need... okay. I don't have time for this, okay? So can you just move... But we're recording. I've the... got to do jury duty, Oh, right? really? I've got to sit in on the case of some dickhead who reckons he thought a nut butter. We just want to finish this segment. Okay, the... all right. I've asked you politely. What are you... Here we go. What are you... What? No, no. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Hey! Damn. Do you like oh. that? Oh, it's... more where that came from. Here no. we go. No, please. No, no, no. No, 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 please. I have an award-winning audio engineer in the book. Oh, Christ! Oh, all right. All right. I'm moving. Thank you. Oh, God. Now, piss off. Oh, wow. You okay back there, Matt? Okay. Yeah, gee, I think we've been the victim of pod rage here at Sizzletown. <laughs> Mentioned TV earlier. You'll be unsurprised to learn that I've been watching On the Buses. That's right, the British sitcom from the early 1970s about a lecherous bus driver, Stan Butler, and his equally pervy conductor, Jack 
is on DVD. I was sent the entire series one through six by friend of the show, showbiz reporter and cinema owner-operator Andrew Mercado. He had a spare copy of On The Buses and figured I'd be the ideal person to watch all of it over several months, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, very interesting show to watch in the hashtag MeToo era. The episode I watched this week involved Stan and Jack uh, going on holiday to Spain, as almost every British sitcom cast did at some point, and have a listen to their mad plan to lure some smashing birds into their web. Oh, I can hardly wait. Oh, Bert was telling me the birds are knee-deep on the beaches. <laughs> oh, just think they're lying there now in the sun waiting for us. And in three days' ride, they'll just be ripe. Yeah, <laughs> just like melons. You have to squeeze them to see if they're ready. <laughs> Two lazy, lecturers layabouts. Decent girls ain't safe with a pair of you about. Don't you worry, mate. We've got a good gimmick, haven't we, Jack? Sure. Camera? Birds fall for it, you see. They think we're a couple of these uh, photographers from Chelsea, you see. <laughs> Listen, mate, as soon as the birds know they're going to be photographed, they start stripping off. They do, yeah. 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 Disgusted. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're depraved, a pair of you. <laughs> Oh, now, Stan, look at that, mate, eh? What? <laughs> and at the end there, they're just staring at a photo of some boobs belonging to one of the clippies who they tricked into um, being the subject of their fashion photography scam. They're the heroes of the show, I should point out, whereas the villain of the show, Blakey, as you can hear, completely reasonable comes across as just a gentleman these days, while the so-called good guys are really, well, a couple of sexual predators. But uh, I will be persisting with that series. Oh, hang on. Another caller. Hello. Yes, hello. Is that the podcast? Good evening. Who's this? My name's Harold Betcham, and I just thought I'd let your uh, listeners know about a business opportunity I've uh, got wind of. A business opportunity? Well, how's this? I got an email this morning from a company called the Real Making Gold Opportunity Business Company. That's the actual name? That's right, the RMGOBC. Okay, and this is legitimate? Well, yes, it's a wonderful opportunity and I can certainly uh, put your uh, listeners in contact with the the CEO of the company who sent me Uh, his email address. His name is Spambot. Five one eight zero B. Okay, and, and well, like the people of the uh, Real Making Gold Opportunity Business Company have assured me that it's a very um, simple process. Firstly, you have to obtain a million dollars. Admittedly, that could take some time. Yep. But once you've got that together, uh, blue sky is the limit. Unlimited amounts of what you would imagine to be gold could be yours almost immediately overnight. That's uh, what it says. So, oh, okay, you know, well, it sounds... Um, and I should yeah. point out that email I received is in all caps. Oh. So that's usually a sign that uh, this is top shelf. Well, well, I'm not sure. Well, but... I mean, you know, as they say, dreams what you would like can be yours 
in an instant of business. An instant of business. So, um, you know, they're not mucking around. I'm just not sure that this is going to pay off. Okay, well, look, I'm, uh, I haven't uh, yeah. got what I would call a million dollars at this point, but riches resplendent can make instantly of your fortune is the way that the email puts it to me. So who am I to dispute that? Well, uh, good luck to you and anyone else who's getting onto this. Well, I'll leave uh, the details with uh, the man in the boot and, uh, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, thanks for talking to me. Thanks, Harold. All hail, Spambot. Well, thank you, Harold Bitcherman, for calling us here at Sizzletown. Uh, speaking of uh, the Me Too era, a lot of TV shows being affected by the recent revelations of uh, disturbing behaviour on TV sets. And I know the Dr. Blake mysteries, I'm not sure what exactly is going on with that series. Um, I read that it's now called The Blake Mysteries and that Nadine Garner's character is now the lead, but wasn't she Jean Beasley? Is Shouldn't it be the Beasley Mysteries, or did they get married? Do you know, Matt? No. Of course, you would never have watched the Dr. Blake Mysteries. Matt just watches classic albums over and over. Okay, I think we need to call the production officers of the Blake Mysteries and find out what the hell is going on. Matt is dialing that number now. Oh, here we go. Hello. Uh, hello. Is is this someone connected with the the Blake mysteries? This is Inspector Blake. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> this is Tony Martin oh, right. calling from Sizzletown. Yeah, what sort of diabolical carry on is this? Yeah? It's a podcast, yeah. completely legitimate. Yeah, look here, Butler. Butler? What? Sorry, who is it? Tony Martin oh. is my name. <laughs> I was just calling for an interview about the, the Blake Mysteries. That old muggins here is expected yeah. to play along, is he? Well, I'm, uh, I'm just wondering, what's happening with Craig McLaughlin? Look, I don't know what's going on there. He's in, he's in limbo because of uh, some behaviour. I don't know what he'd be doing with the clippies. Clippies? So, so someone else is, is stepping into I the... I will be taking over that series. You are? Look, we are going to get this series out on time. So what are you... That's right. I'm going to be solving crimes and I'm going to be rejuvenating the bus service in the Ballarat region. <laughs> okay, so it's yeah, a right. new approach. And there's not going to be any more of your hijinks, Butler. Martin, yeah, so... Well, you two will be... Us two? That's what? right, you and that back down. What? I know what he's up to. I've had quite enough of your lecherous ways, so, so have a look on that notice board. Sorry, That's what, right. what notice board? That's what right, from now on. This podcast will be out ten minutes before... But you have nothing to do with this podcast. I don't care. The... <laughs> it's made my day, that is. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to us. And watch out for the Inspector Blake Mysteries, coming soon to seven. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll get you crying. <laughs> See ya. It's made my day, that is. Well, that makes for a very confusing ending to this edition of Sizzletown. Thanks to everyone who called in and thanks to everyone who left a great review for us at Facebook and at iTunes. You can follow Matt and myself on Twitter, as I've mentioned before, and we will be back 
in a couple of weeks. The plan is to drop a new episode every second Thursday, although Matt does have children, I think. I've never seen them. He claims he does. So there's a lot going on. Hope to meet you back here in a couple of weeks. Cheers. Okay, time to let Matt Dower out of the boot. Oh no, we've been clamped. Yeah.